What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Jay Math, fourth-generation angry black man of the World Peace Podcast. I just want to say thank you for everybody who's been tuning in. I know we've been um, switching things up over the past few months. There's only been five-minute episodes, but if you want to listen to the World Peace Podcast in full, the way it's intended to be, 20 to 30, 40 maybe even 50-minute episodes, you can go to show.substack.com or Google Show Discipline Magazine. And as you get there, please sign up to our newsletter with your email, and you will find episodes of the World Peace Podcast. If you can't find them on the front page, please use the uh, search bar um, and search World Peace Podcast. We are um, partnering up with Show Discipline Magazine, man. Shout out, shout out to them. Shout out to you guys for tuning in, man. Peace. Any way that I can help somebody else or any way that somebody can help me, I'm for it. Always, bro. Always for it. Yeah, I like seeing seeing black people out here grinding. Yeah, you're definitely doing a lot, of, um, Definitely doing a lot of moving around, it looks like. Wow. Um, but, all right, so let me, let me start it off. This is the episode, uh, this is episode 94 of the World Peace Podcast. It's first one back. It took a little break. Uh, I want to come back after a week. Um... I was uh, chilling for a minute, got a chance to kick back and rest and watch a couple of wow. my favorite podcasts, some of my favorite YouTube things on, uh, on, on YouTube and stuff. And I was watching um, Brilliant Idiots. And they were they were just going for Brilliant Idiots is one of my favorite podcasts right now with Charlamagne and Andrew Schultz. And they were doing a lot and a topic came up of Charlemagne and the Breakfast Club dolls um, in the back. And, um, yeah, they were doing some strange things with the dolls. Charlemagne was doing some strange things, if you don't know. But, I mean, that's Charlemagne. Um, but someone really uh, put, had a genius idea of cutting up a video and putting a whole story together. And that someone is Jamal Norland, and I have him on the line right now. How you doing, man? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I, wow. I watch the podcast every single week, just like you. And I, I remember when it was going on on the Breakfast Club. I just like was reading the comment section one day, and I was like, "Why are they talking about these dolls?" And I'm looking, I'm like, "Bro, that's wow. crazy, bro." And every day I was looking at it. So when I heard Charlemagne said on the podcast, I was like, "Yo, this nigga is so funny, bro. That's a troll. Like, that's really trolling." So you saying you caught it before he even said it? On the pocket? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really was watching. Like, I would watch every donkey of the day. Like, bro, this nigga put these dogs in different positions every day, bro. I was like, this is so crazy. And honestly, real talk, I wasn't even sure if it was him. Right. I thought somebody was trolling him. Right, I thought right, somebody right. was, like, coming in and moving the dog. Because he would be talking about the most serious thing, bro. Yeah. With these ridiculous dolls in the back, I was like, "Bro, who is doing this?" Yeah, and uh, like real talk, <laughs> the comment section was going crazy, bro. What was uh, so like when you put together the video? That's one thing I wanted to ask you: was what who who were some of the more serious interviews that he had? <laughs> that like bro. you know what I mean? <laughs> that the dolls were like back there. So, so how I did it was, I obviously I had to go back. Like uh, this was. 20 I went all the way back to 2018 mm -hmm. to see 
when the dogs popped up and where it started. Um, but it the really like where I kind of started my video, kind of thinking about my video was around the last interview of 2018, which was 21 Savage. Mm. Like, I think right after he had either right after he got arrested or right before he got arrested, 21 Savage was up there. And then it started every donkey of the day. I watched every donkey of the day, but then I could obviously see the, um, I would click into some interviews to see mm -hmm. if it was the same position. You know, they do everything in the same day. Right. Um, but serious interviews, bro, he had like, you know, he had like financial gurus on there. He had, obviously he had comedians on there. Yeah. He had like, he had the senators like when they was doing political stuff. They sure. he had everybody was on the podcast, bro. I mean on the, the episode, but like all the like, cause I just did don't care today because mm -hmm. that's easier to kind of focus in on him. But you talking about don't care today is about like uh, racial injustice, the Nipsey passing, wow, freaking. Yeah. <laughs> Like, bro, he wasn't changing it, bro. I was like, yo, this man is a savage, bro. It's like he woke up in the morning. He woke up in the morning, changed it, and was like, whatever today's topic is, is what it is, bro. Like, it is what it is. Yo, for real, he definitely got issues. So um, I did want to, I didn't even want to start with that stuff, but I kind of did because I'm like, <laughs> dang, bro, like, what's wrong? Like, how long did it take you to put the video together? You know what's crazy? I, I, so the podcast that came out like two weeks ago, mm -hmm. and yeah, I released my videos. Yeah, I released my videos every Tuesday, and so I saw that podcast on Friday, and I was like, "Oh shoot, bro! I got to put in some work to try to get this down by Tuesday, so it's even still relevant." Right, for sure. But I was, um, I just had a rough week. I was tired and mm -hmm. I never put the video up. Mm -hmm. I started looking through it that weekend, but I didn't put the video up. And then the following week, they didn't put out an episode. So I was like, oh shoot, it's still relevant. Right. Like, that's just luck of the draw. It's still relevant. So I was like, let me start working on it. It took me about it took me about less time than I thought it would. It took okay. me about four hours. Oh, okay. It took about four hours. It was like, well, to put the whole video together, maybe like six or seven. Mm -hmm. But it took me like an hour, two hours of research. Yeah. And then getting all the clips and stuff and then obviously editing it, storyboarding it, creating the story behind Jeez. it. Yeah, um, the whole storyline too, man. Him and Envy just, you know, they went through their shit. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and so I when I first heard him saying on the podcast, I was like, he was like, I got a whole story. And then let me go and you know, back to the beginning mm -hmm. and see if I could just. He was like, I got a whole storyline. Yeah. Like, let me see if I can find the story. <laughs> and then I just kind of like watch every little transaction. I was like, bro, this actually is a very a funny real, story, bro. Story. Like, so yeah, I like just wrote everything out, like what day it happened, and just jotted down some notes to try to figure it out. It's, it's wild, bro. Yeah, yeah, them niggas out there crazy, man. Shout out to them. All right, so we got my man Jamal Nolan on here, episode uh, ninety four. Um, so tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, where are you from, man? I, I was born in Alabama. Okay. I was raised in Charlotte, North Carolina, though. So that's really I spent most of my life in Charlotte. Uh, that's why I was running the streets, mm -hmm. exit four, Southside. 
Westside. Yeah, man. Where's um where's the inspiration to become uh, um because like in your IG bio it says YouTube creator, but there's more to it. So what is the inspiration for these like cultural breakdowns and um like to keep and being consistent with the videos and like putting the information out there like that? That's a good question, bro. Um so when I first started my channel, I work in sales. Mm -hmm. And in sales, I'm considered to be one of the best uh, rapport builders, one of the best people at, like, just starting conversations out of thin air. And I trained a lot of people on it, hundreds of people on it. I've been doing it for years. And I created my own system, and I was working on a book. Mm -hmm. And so because I was working on that book, I was like, uh, let me start a YouTube channel based off of rapport building, and then I could build a big enough platform that I could sell my, my books, you know. I have a big enough audience to sell my books to. For sure. And, and I was like, bro, this makes a lot of sense. Soon as I started my channel, I was just building rapport, doing rapport building videos, and then, like, I moved. I was living in Texas. I moved from Texas, moved back to Alabama, and... I could I didn't have access to like get on camera and talk. I was in a new environment. I didn't have like background in that. So I was like, I need to come up with a different idea. Mm -hmm. And around that time, Charlemagne put out a video. He had put out his interview with um it might have been his interview with Kanye. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. No, it was the it was the interview with Gucci. Mm -hmm. It was the interview with Gucci he put out. And everybody was going crazy over the interview. Mm -hmm. And I was like, bro, why is he so good at this? <laughs> I was like, how? How is he so freaking good at interviewing, right? Mm -hmm. So I started Googling it. And I'm like, YouTube searching, like, how is Charlemagne so good at interviews, et cetera? And nobody was talking about it. Mm -hmm. There was not one single video about it. And there's another YouTube channel called... Uh, and this is like exclusive. I never told nobody. Shit, we right but, here. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a YouTube channel, a big YouTube channel called Charisma. I mean, um, Charisma on Command. Okay. And they break down like different celebrities and different things that these celebrities do. And I watch the channel from time to time because I have like this analytical brain. I just want to break stuff down and mm -hmm. get to the wire. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was watching their channel. And they have all these different people that they profile, but they don't talk about, like, enough black people. They yeah. do talk about big black people, like Dave Chappelle or Kevin Hart. Like, these people are, like, um, transcendent. They're mm -hmm. not just black people. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, they're great. So I was like, I should do something similar to this, but just strictly for black people. For sure. So... With the Charlemagne thing, he just started his YouTube channel at that time. And I was like, how is he so good at doing these interviews? Mm -hmm. So I watched every interview that he had on his YouTube channel. It was about 21 of them. Yeah. Because he, he just, just started that all, one. Yeah. yeah. He had put up all his interviews ranging from 10 minutes to mm -hmm. two hours or mm -hmm. something like that. And I watched every single interview and I took these detailed notes. If he asked a certain question, if he did a certain thing, I would write it down. Mm -hmm. And then if it popped up in the next interview, I would put a check by it. Right. And every time 
that thing popped up multiple times, I would check it. And so when I got to the end of my list, it was maybe five things that he did on a regular basis. And I was like, oh, these must be like the, the core core principles that he used to have great uh, interviews. Right. So I was like, all right, let me do the best I can to make this interview, I mean, make this video. I don't have to be on camera. I can do completely voiceover, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And so I did that. I was super proud of the video. Mm -hmm. It was like the best thing I had ever done at that time. Now I look back at it, it's terrible. Right, right. It's freaking terrible. <laughs> growth. But, that's all growth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I put it together and I was like, yo, this is this video is fire. So I before I even put the video together, I put together like a a marketing plan. I was like, when I make these videos, it's gonna be this long. Well, when I make this video, it's gonna be this long. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to upload it to YouTube. I'm going to DM Charlemagne, a long DM, just giving him, just DMing him. Right. And then I'll send the video as well. And um, so, and I'm trying to think, oh, and then also I'll put it in on my Instagram page, tag him, and then put it in my stories, tag him. Some way he has to see this video. For sure. He might not acknowledge it. And then on Twitter as well. I was like, he might not acknowledge it, but, but he he's has seen to it. see the video. Yeah, he's seen it. Right? And this is a pro tip for DMs. If mm -hmm. you're ever sending people DMs, I send the video link first mm -hmm. and then send my message right after. Because mm -hmm. Instagram would say, like, this person sent you a link. Nobody opening up a DM that just, just says they sent you a link. Mm -hmm. But if they see the beginning of the message, they might be curious to see what the rest of it is. For sure. So I just sent them this DM just saying, like, thank you, bro. Like, you're super good in this job. Mm -hmm. Like, you're great. I spent 20-plus hours. It was 20-some hours I spent on this video. I put this together talking about how you are great at interviews or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. Check it out. So that was my first video that came out like on Friday or Saturday or something like that. Because um, I was just throwing it together. Mm -hmm. And so I put it out. My channel was super small. Bro. Like I had maybe less than 50 subscribers mm -hmm. on YouTube, but for sure... I, it was under 100, for sure. So I put that video together, and he, um, it was like, that was on a Friday or Thursday, I put it out. Saturday night, I was playing um, 2K with my cousin. We catching up. I just moved back in town. We playing 2K. I checked my DMs. And it was from Charlemagne. Charlemagne was like, he was like, "Yo, King, this is fire. Damn, can you can I post this video on my channel?" Wow. And I was like, "Bro, I literally was running through the house, bro." I was like, "Wow." <laughs> I was like, "Hell yeah, bro!" So yeah, what he, you gonna say to that? Me, like, no, like what the fuck? Yeah, is this nigga like, talking about? Say, Are you crazy, bro? <laughs> so I was going crazy for sure. So I like ran through. I was running through the house, out of breath. My cousin was like, nigga, what's wrong with you? I was like, bruh, Charlemagne just told me to send blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, that's what's up, bro. Word. So I, I DM'd it to him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he gave me an email to send it to, his nice. um, publicist email. Mm -hmm. I, I emailed it to him. And then Sunday, 
So I emailed him to him on Saturday. Sunday morning, he put it up on his YouTube channel. Damn, he was on it. It went crazy, bro. Wow. It went crazy. Like the comment sections was Vanilla going shit. nuts. <laughs> No, it was my, great. My video page, like my page, started going nuts. Mm -hmm. Like whatever amount of subscribers I had, by like two or three days, I was over a hundred. Yeah. So I had gained like sixty or seventy subscribers. Just off of that. And I was like, yeah, I was like, bro, I've been trying to get to a hundred so bad, bro. You don't even understand, <laughs> nigga. Like I've been working, and so I had a bright idea. Mm -hmm. Just go back to your question. I had a bright idea. I was like, well, it, and so also. He followed me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. He liked the video on Instagram, and then he posted it on his page. Let's go. But a few things that I did did in that video that I regretted, mm -hmm. I didn't say my name. Yeah. Because I, I was trying to make it where it wasn't about me. For sure. So I didn't say my name. I didn't put my page on it. Right. And when he posted it, he didn't say my name. Mm -hmm. He didn't put my uh, name. He didn't put... Uh, By or... I think he took... Yeah, he took my description and posted it in the thing. But then tag the trainer. Yeah, he didn't tag me or nothing. Cause I don't think he know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so people in the comment section going crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. I was getting crushed in the comment section. Mm -hmm. Niggas was like, they was like, man, I don't this video cool, but this narrator, man, that nigga <laughs> suck. You right, still right. got a better right, narrator. Right, right. It was like, this nigga sound retarded. He but sound like the... some backwood country hicks. Man, these the niggas that watch the breakfast club. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you know, you know what's crazy though, bro. Like I was reading these comments, and and my wife was like, "Bro, this is this is brutal. Like, how mm -hmm. how can you read this stuff?" I was like, "No, nah, it's just valid criticism." Yeah. I was like, "They're they're not. Some of this stuff is rude, but it's not. They're not wrong." Mm -hmm. And so I was responding to every single comment. Like I'm that sure. video right now got a hundred and thirty forty thousand views, and. I was responding to every single comment. Like, if somebody was criticizing me, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. What could I have done better? What could Word. I do this way, this way? Because what a lot of people don't know is that video, I had a lot of ideas, mm -hmm. but I didn't write anything down. I was just talking off the top of my head. Wow. And so when I sounded slow or like somebody was like, he sounded like he reading with one finger on, you know, like, That's crazy, I was dude. like, I was laughing like, bro, that's really funny because I wasn't reading anything, mm -hmm. but I was talking slow because I was thinking like I was trying to think about what to say that sounded intelligent, mm -hmm. informative, For sure. but I didn't write nothing down. Mm -hmm. So after I did that, I was like, this worked. <laughs> right. I should just keep doing this. Yeah. And I was like, I don't. I was like, I don't necessarily know like how this is gonna pan mm -hmm. out, but I know a few different things as far as YouTube strategies, and that is speaking about relevant topics mm -hmm. or celebrity people mm -hmm. works really well. And then there's no lane for somebody doing this for black people. Okay. There's nobody that's strictly talking about black people and what makes us successful. Yeah. What like are that. the things that make us successful? So I was like, there's no real person doing that. Mm -hmm. Let me do it. I like that a lot. And and so obviously with him sharing it, mm -hmm. that gave added motivation. It's like, bro, I, why wouldn't I not do this? You know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure. So 
Everybody else after, said they won. That's Charlamagne the God saying that that shit was fire. He wouldn't have posted the shit if, if it wasn't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sure, like, bro. So, you know. And and I and again, I didn't I didn't take no comments personal. Mm-hmm. I actually made a YouTube video once I hit 100 subscribers. I like did an appreciation video and saying like I know a lot of people came from him, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna read all these comments that I got. That video ended up being like stupid long, but <laughs> I was like I appreciate. Even the criticism, right. you know what I'm saying? I took that criticism and I decided to write now every word I said from that point on mm. and speed up the way I talk, speed up the way I, you know, I took it and improved though. Right. And so the next video I did, I took Ebony K. Williams mm-hmm. and I was like, let me do a video about Ebony K. Williams, same exact format and let me DM her, you know, all the same. Mm-hmm. I DM'd her. She responded. She posted on her Instagram wow. page. She followed me on Instagram. And I was like, this is unbelievable. That's crazy, yeah. So I was like, if I could just keep doing this and keep picking like, I was so precise about the celebrities. So what was the one was like, on, not to cut you off, but what was the one on Ebony K. Williams about specifically? So the one on Ebony K. Williams, she has this book um, it's a brilliant book actually mm-hmm. called um, Pretty Powerful okay and in that book she talks about how how women and, and men too but how women being beautiful being pretty is a powerful thing that you shouldn't shy away from and you should use it to your advantage mm-hmm. you should use it to your advantage and I was talking from the same standpoint like listen I'm not a woman but Here's the the advice that this black woman is giving. Mm-hmm. And she was, in my opinion, she's right. Like a lot of people try not to use whatever they have as an advantage. No, forget that, bro. If you're fine, use it. Right. Like, and if you see Ebony, like she's super classy, she's super talented, but you also notice that she's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. She and she understands it and she knows it. Yeah. So I was like, let me just keep trying to do this, man. And I want to say, like, out of the first 10 celebrities I picked, mm-hmm. eight of them, eventually 10, out of, right away, eight of them either responded to me via DM, mm-hmm. retweeted it, or shared it in some kind of way. Every Eight out of 10 of them. So I was like, oh, I'm clearly on to something. Like, this is a big deal. And and because I felt like still nobody's doing it mm-hmm. and it's a valuable, it's valuable information, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep doing it regardless of whether people retweet it or not. I'm gonna still keep making this content. And I and it's worked very, very well for me. And I've gotten recognized by a lot of different people. What are um I, this is going to be a great episode for people. I love doing episodes like this because I didn't know it was going to go this way. We was going to give up so much game. But I love, like, those because it makes these things valuable. Um, but uh, So who – I don't know if I want to go lighter. Let's just go this way. Who are some of your other uh, – like, okay, Charlemagne is great. Who else do you like in that broadcasting area, like as a black broadcaster or something like that? That's, so, that's a good question, too. Um. Um, 
So because I do this, I, I've changed over the years. Mm -hmm. And because I built this platform on trying to strictly only speak about positive things mm -hmm. and people that I feel like contribute positively to the culture, oh, I've like, my mentality is so focused on like that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, in this space, people that I find incredibly talented, Besides Charlemagne, and a lot of people have mixed opinions about this individual, but Joe Button is a phenomenal, phenomenal talent. Bro. Yeah, I like Joe. Like, I cannot, again, that's why I made a video about Joe. Mm -hmm. Joe was the fourth person that I made a video about. Because mm -hmm. also on my channel, I try to keep everything even. So I did like Charlemagne. Ebony K. Williams, Joe Button was the third, mm. and then like um, Angela Rock. Okay. So I like try to go men, women, men. I, you know, nice group of um, people right there. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, and I try to keep it as uh, even as possible. Mm -hmm. But Joe is so much more talented than I think people give him credit for. Mm -hmm. So that's why I made my video, and I was saying like, people, if you watch him, a lot of times. The only thing that people see are clips of Joe. He's screaming. He's yelling. Yeah. And you're like, bro, something is wrong with this dude. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I broke that down and I was saying, like, he's it's not, it's not that, first of all, when he does those rants, he looks like he's out of control. He's upset. He's angry. He's none of those things. Mm -hmm. He's very well in control. Mm -hmm. He's just, he is just, um, He's controlling a narrative, but he's also like emphasizing his Same point. Yeah. Like it's just certain the way he does it, but it also makes you as a viewer, you're way more like engaged. Engaged. Yeah. yeah like you're engaged and invested. You like, dang, bro, he really filled it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he couldn't, you know what I'm saying? It just could be something light. Mm -hmm. He just going in and you like, dang, bro. But nah, bro, that, that's a talent. He's transparent um, so, too. That's what I think is um kind of his his uh, superpower as a broadcaster. He's very transparent as a broadcaster. He tries yeah, to make people around sure. him transparent too. So, for yeah, sure, that's always good. I, I think so. Joe Charlemagne, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like listen to at all. Oh. Um, DJ Academics, but I think mm -hmm. he's very talented. Mm -hmm. I think Ak is super talented. Um, and then on the come up, <laughs> I found Mouse Jones, bro. Yeah, you like Mouse? Mouse? Is super entertaining. Shout out to I'll Mouse. I have to make man. a video about Mouse. Mouse is super entertaining. And yeah, he's, um, yeah, definitely. That's true. <laughs> that is yeah. definitely true. And then Angie Martinez. Shout out. Like it's just the goats, bro. Yeah, Angie's the goat, a goat for, for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. For, for sure, sure, for sure. Bro. Shout out to all of them. Mouse Jones, that's a good one. I like there, man. That was, he's a good dude. I think that, like I said, I think the thing with Joe is, I don't, I don't know what the thing. He's he's polarizing, man. I don't know what the thing is with Joe. Yes. Um, yes. And and me, when I see somebody that's polarizing like that, it doesn't matter good or bad. Yeah. Like I might not listen to that person. But I don't try to figure out and learn from that person. Mm -hmm. Like, 
Um, for instance, Takashi. Yeah. Kid is terrible, bro. Like, everything that he did is obviously is a terrible person, but mm -hmm. he figured out the code. Like, he really figured out how to be a polarizing, captivating individual for an entire year, bro. Mm -hmm. And that's something to learn from. Mm -hmm. So I watched the documentary. I listened to the, to the podcast Angie did on him. And it's like, bro, that's a superpower, bro. And that's yeah. something that you got to learn how to do. For me, I'm trying to learn how to do it in a positive way. Right. Because he did it such a negative energy. But I'm like, it has to be a positive way to do that mm -hmm. same thing, bro. Yeah, I think you're doing it the right way, though, man. I think you're giving the, you're putting information in candy. And that's kind of what's making, like, that's kind of what would make me look towards what you're talking about. For talking about uh, the things that just makes certain celebrities or certain people, uh, like, charismatic. I think that's a very interesting mm -hmm. conversation. And I think it's um, something a lot of people want to know. Like, why? Like, why does this person tick this way? And why is this person doing this? And why do I like this person instead of that? And all that kind of good stuff. So I got a few more questions, and I'm going um, to wrap it up. Um, we got, uh, we got my man Jamal Norland in here, man. He's just giving up mad jewels, man. First back, first episode back from the podcast in a minute. Shout out to everybody in the comments. You know what I mean? Um, so, let's do this. Um, what kind of reaction other than, like, what kind of reaction? I guess we kind of hit on that, too. But what kind of reaction do you seem to get from a lot of the fans that, like, watch um, your culture breakdowns. Like, what kind of reaction do you get? Is everybody pleased with the information that they're getting? Is it some pushback on some things? Or that's a good question. So, um, on like my channel, my YouTube channel, because I only like put out positive energy. Mm -hmm. That's typically the only thing I get back. Mm -hmm. Um, and my comments. Sometimes my comment section is booming, depending on what video it is. Sometimes it's a little bit lighter. But um, it's always positive energy. Always, always positive energy. Now, when I get retweets and shares and likes from the celebrity, like when Joe, when Joe, well, when I made the video about Joe Button mm -hmm. and retweeted it, my video exploded, bro. Mm -hmm. I, I popped my video and took a nap. I woke <laughs> up with 600 new followers. <laughs> and, and like, um, it was like 600 new followers and 1,400 views. Mm -hmm. I never had a thousand views on any video. Mm -hmm. I woke up with 1,400 views and 600 new followers. And those comments... Way different. Yeah. Way different. Like these Breakfast Club comments, the people that actually come to my page, the people that actually come to my page are supportive. The people underneath the Breakfast Club comments, trash. Like, this sucks. Now I'm still be like, dang, bro, I still suck. <laughs> but but I, I can hear the criticism. But I like, uh, so whenever it's coming from my core audience, it's always positive information. Copy. But when it comes from like, uh, when it comes from outsource, you know, I so, oh, so yeah, there you go. No, but check this out. Um, 
What are uh? Okay, so like when you do your edit, you're editing your videos, you're doing your voiceovers and all this kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What would it take? Um, like basically, I used to, I like to ask a lot of guests this question. Like, if somebody wanted to work with you, what kind of values would they have to have just to be a part of your your team, or to be a, to help you out, or what kind of values are you looking for in somebody that could help you on this journey? That's a good question too. Uh, shoot, bro. I, I think about this a lot, actually, um, and I think about it in the way of um, at what point do I start trying to scale, expand, mm-hmm. expand a little bit, right? Um, and, but I'm so picky about my edits. I'm so picky about my voiceovers, even though my audio is never the best, mm-hmm. never, ever the best. Um, and then I'm also picky about my research, but something that I would be willing to give up and um, is the research part of it. If somebody was way better at, um, also if somebody was way better at uh, two things that I would be totally willing to do. Mm-hmm. If somebody was really good at the research part because the research part takes me a lot of hours mm-hmm. um i've learned how to in the last six months or so how to cut it down culture breakdowns a 10 minute video used to take me 20 hours yeah. now wow. i've cut it down significantly with it might take me five or six hours i figured out how to do that a whole lot better mm-hmm. but if somebody could do the research and somebody could do a better script than me, because I'm still learning how to write better scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, but if somebody do the research and do better scripting, it just has to be authentic. Mm-hmm. And you have to care about the culture and you have to know like where I'm going. And also it's a collaborative effort. So you might write a script and I might say, hey, these are the things that I would change a little bit. You know, let's put it this way. Let's put it that way. Or maybe I write a general script and somebody else could write a, a better one. And then the research part. But I like editing so much. And by me editing, I only get better. Right. So, like, even if I knew a world-class phenomenal editor, I still wouldn't want him to do it because I want to try to be that editor. Gotcha. I want to try to be that world-class phenomenal editor. So, um... I'm always trying to figure out how to improve myself, but if I could find somebody and also the person that's helping me would have to be better than me. Right. So they can help me get better. No, that's real facts right there. You spent right there. <laughs> yeah. Right. You want to get somebody that's better than you at your, at, at the job you're looking for. So I hope everybody <laughs> listening and paying attention. This is my last question. Um, it's actually a two part, so it's my last two questions. But World Peace Podcast, man, we're wrapping it up. Got my man Jamal Norland over here, man, giving out all the gems and all all the all the jewels right now. So if you this on IG Live, I'm gonna post it for y'all because I love y'all and I want y'all to get the gems. <laughs> A post I usually don't, but we're gonna put the recording out next or this week probably. We're gonna put the recording out this week because I'm on Spotify, all that good shit. But it's my final question <clears throat> or two party. Um, how do you see the world, and how would you like to see the world? Um, man, I think that the world is. It really revolves around and is 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 based upon negativity mm-hmm. and um, 
Like if you look at Twitter, Instagram, Instagram is a totally different world. Mm-hmm. Totally different world. But if you look at if you look at in Twitter and look at YouTube. Look at Twitter and look at YouTube. The things that are the most negative, they have the most negative captions, the most negative energy are the things that get pushed the most. Mm-hmm. So if there's some kind of beef going on, there's some kind of drama going on, especially in the black community, bro, that stuff is through the roof. It's through the roof. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't like that. Um, it's not like that sounds like I'm soft, but I, I enjoy the mm-hmm. drama as much as everybody else. Sure. But I don't want to perpetuate it and I can't be a part of it. Right. Uh, so how I see the world is like this. Sometimes... I see the world as this like um, this dark cloud that has a bunch of different bright lights in it. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I try to, I'm attracted to and I try to gravitate towards all bright lights. Always. Like I try to get the freak away from these dark clouds and these dark people because um, I do think that people can make money from from the negative energy, mm-hmm. but I don't think it, it has longevity. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's good for your for for your sanity. I don't think it's good for your brand. Um and it's not good for you long term if you do have longevity in it. Like Wendy Williams, she's made sure. a career off of doing that yeah. crap. But if you see her her life and her the way she's positioned in the last couple of years, bro, it's not been that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you able to find a way to do it long term it, it kind of hurts you but I think that I don't think that the world ever gonna change from that let me say that right. so how I would like to see things is is in a more balanced way mm-hmm. so I don't think positivity is ever gonna overshadow negativity okay. it's just something about human nature that just enjoys that but I would like for it to try to balance out a little bit more where we and I think it's starting to turn that way where we're starting to try to give people their flowers. Mm-hmm. We're trying to speak more positively about people, especially, again, in the black community. I think we're starting to trend that direction. Um, and I would like for it to be that way because uh, it's hard, bro. For it's sure. hard, man. It's hard to consume yeah, negativity. For sure. I all the time, all I day. Do. Mm-hmm. I, I literally cannot consume negative content i mm-hmm. can't do it that's why i just make positive stuff mm-hmm. i've had ideas of like oh let me speak about this this is popping i can't do it bro i can't do it yeah. it, it will not allow me to do it yeah. another thing that i don't do is like when people pass away like um like a nipsey hustle or chadwick bozeman or something like that i'm not making a video about that person because that's the end thing right now i can't do it mm-hmm. i cannot like, I, I can't make views off of um, the, somebody else's tragedy. Mm-hmm. And if you would have looked, like, because I'm on YouTube, and somebody suggested that I make a video about Chadwick Boseman, an hour after he passed away, it was seven different right. tribute videos on YouTube. And I'm like, that's so corny it's to me, bro. That's so yeah. Like, y'all wasn't doing it for him when he was there. Mm-hmm. Don't do it now. Mm-hmm. So I try to, if I make a video about somebody that passed away, it's at least a year. Mm-hmm. But I also try to, I'm trying to give people these flowers. Now, I'm trying to get to as many people as possible. So if something happened to them, 
you have this my opinion on them well before they passed away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, but yeah, that's it. Nah, man, you spend that game, man. I really, I really enjoyed um, speaking with you today. Yeah, man, I appreciate you inviting me on. Yeah, man. Um, maybe do this again. It's fire. If you got any other collabs you want to do that I can help out with or anything like that, you let me know, man. For sure, bro. I'm always looking to collab with people. If you see anybody that's in the conversation that came from my page, they'll tell you, I do not, like I said at the top of the podcast, I don't turn down anybody and I respond to everybody. Yeah. Because I've accomplished a darn thing. Yeah. But also, you never know what what could come from it mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i try my best to like uplift black people now so if something does like for instance on my page i started a channel or a series called abc appreciating uh-huh. black uh, creators Damn. and uh, it's fire so simple uh, but, god <laughs> uh but i created that and it was just because I was seeing so many dope people online. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, I know I talk about big time celebrities, For but sure. let me try to talk about some of the smaller creators as well. Mm-hmm. If I could any way help grow their platform, I'm willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's always my stance. Because some, this is the last thing I'm going to say. But <laughs> I remember looking at um, Karen Civil. Yeah. She had on her page, her YouTube page. Karen was talking with people like Nipsey and and uh, like Mulatto and all these people 12 years ago, five years ago. You're like, God dang. So in my opinion, if I could talk to Jay now Mm -hmm. and three years from now, your podcast is huge and it's on the top Spotify list. It's like, bro, if I didn't help in any kind of Mm -hmm. way, at least I was part of it. You're part of that. For sure. Like and I when I watched Karen like talk to Nipsey twelve years ago, I'm like, fam, that's gotta be such a dope feeling to have been a part of that early journey. Yeah. And I'm like, let me try to be that person for other black creators, other artists, whatever. That's what's so up. So I'm here for everybody, bro. Yeah, man. I like that. I'm gonna take a little page out of that and start saying yes to some more shit, man. That's what you that's yeah. like I gotta start saying yes to some more shit now. After that, because you was real, you know, you was smooth with it. A lot of times you reach out to people that, you know, ah, I don't know, da 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 da, boom, boom, boom. But yeah, you definitely, you know, it was working with it. Man, Jamal Uh, Norman, man. World Peace Podcast, episode 94, man. Thank you, sir, for um, um, joining us. Thank you, everybody who's been watching and commenting the whole time. If you stayed the whole time, been commenting and shit, we appreciate that. And um, we're going to drop this one. In a few days, I'm going to post this on IG for everybody who missed it. We're going to share it up. We're going to blow this one up, man. Thank y'all, man. Jamal, you have a good one, sir. Thank you again. You too, bro. All Peace. right, man. I'm being tight. Word, man. That was some fire shit, man. Niggas dropping them jewels right there, boy.